Good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is Step 10 from Into Action, and our speaker tonight is Deanne F. Thank you, Deanne. Take it away. Hi, everyone. Can you hear me? Well, good evening. I am Deanne F. I am from New York. And I am very gratefully recovered uh, just by God, and that's what I call my higher power. Um, it's God's grace and mercy that I am recovered and I am recovered for just this day only. Um, and one of my very favorite prayers that I use, it's like my all-purpose prayer, um, is called the set-aside prayer. And that is the prayer that I'm going to use to start this uh, share this evening. God, please help me to set aside everything that I think I know about you, about step 10, and about this journey of recovery. Thank you, God, for speaking truth through me. Amen. I need, forgot the most important part. I need an open mind, an open heart, and a new experience with all of the, with everything, God, and especially with this talk. So thank you for reminding me. Thy will not mine be done. Yeah, you can't read the set aside prayer without the open mind, the open heart and the new experience, because that's what we're here for is the new experience, right? So I will just tell you very briefly, because there's so much amazing, um, just amazing words in this book that I also want to share some of them. Um, I came into this program when I was 19 and well, I'll tell you how old I am. I'm 59. No, not 59 yet. 59 in like two weeks. Uh, and so that's pretty much, uh, you know, my whole adult life. Um, and I cannot tell you that this recovery has been a, a straight line because it has not. Um, and what I can tell you today is that what I truly believe in my heart is that every single thing, every single occurrence, every single day of my life up until now is exactly as it was meant to be. And so that's what brought me right here today. Um, I, as I said, I am recovered as of, you know, this day only. And it's been, I believe, about nine months um, since the spiritual awakening that I had um, was given to me as a result of truly opening my heart 
not just my mind. That's why I add open heart to the set aside prayer. You usually only see it as an open mind and new experience. But for me, the difference in, um, in my recovery today is that my life, my relationship with my higher power is based from my heart. I still need my head because I have to do the actions of this program, which is what we're going to talk about right now. But my, my heart is the, the channel. It's the connector to this power. Um, and it's my connector to you and, you know, the basis of all my relationships, um, even with people I don't know yet. So what I would like to do is read first what is before step 10, which is uh, on page 83 into action. And that is paragraph four. It's the last paragraph. And this is known as the promises. Um, and what I was actually taught is that they are promises, but what they actually are is results. So they're available to everyone. If you work this program, these are the results with your whole heart. So it says, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, so there are this phase of our develop of, of our development is steps one through nine. We've we're we've done them. We're in the process of step nine. We will be amazed before we're halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. And this is what I'm describing to you guys. We will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God, this higher power, is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, and they will always materialize if we work for that. So I read that first because this now is the paragraph about step 10. It says, this thought brings us to step 10. So all of what we just read in the promises is what brings us to step 10. 
which suggests that we continue to take personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. And I really had to underline any because, (laughs) you know, some new mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Any, like that means all. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I got to do. We vigorously commenced this way of living as we cleaned up the past. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And when these crop up, and that's such an important word because, you know, I think I saw it as if, but it's really when, so it's already telling me this is going to happen. When these crop up, we ask our higher power at once to remove them. So this is something, that line is something that was pointed out to me by a sponsor, which I really, I I have to say that I did not really realize. I, I just went right to what I think a step 10 is, which is why I have to set aside everything I think I know, because what this paragraph tells me is that no matter what, as soon as I observe selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear, that I ask my higher power to remove it. That's the first direction in here. And I was definitely not doing that. I was just immediately going, oh, I have to do a step 10, which, you know, we're going to talk about that. It doesn't mean that I I don't, but what I have here is like a super clear instruction and direction for what step 10 is. And the, the first direction is, We ask our higher power to remove this. It says, we discuss them with someone immediately. So that's the second thing, right? And we make amends quickly. And another important part is if we have harmed anyone. So we we want to go and ask our higher power first to remove this and then if we've harmed someone we want to make amends quickly and you know <laughs> i had another sponsor actually yeah she didn't share on this meeting but my first sponsor in vision for you so i came to vision for you which is you know an oa meeting that some of us go to. It's a big book study in it. And it has been very instrumental in my recovery. So, you know, I had a sponsor there um, who said to me that, you know, step 10, if you do not um, clean this up immediately, it's like walking around with dog poop on your shoe all day long. You just everywhere you go, you're stinking everything up. And like, this was actually very helpful for me um, because it's just, it's a, it's a visceral reaction to, you know, what happens when I don't, um, you know, clear when I don't ask God 
to remove this stinking thinking is really what it is. Um, and so I can discuss it with another person. I'm discussing my character defects and how they are showing up. I'm not discussing with the other person the story. Because if I'm discussing like the story, then I'm still talking about me. I'm still in me. So I need to actually, that's why I need to ask God first so that I can then have the ability to actually go to another person and say, you know, this is how I believe that I am being selfish, dishonest, you know, fearful um, and resentful, you know, do, do you see anything else here that I don't see? It's not just to go keep telling my story over and over again about like what happened and who did what and like what well, it's it's really it's really to have more ability to to gain insight from a fellow because what it says to us back in the fifth step is that this program was designed for uh, a relationship between God, ourselves, and another human being. And that's what we're doing when we're, you know, this is essentially a fifth step is a 10th step. Um, so we are discussing them with someone immediately and immediately can sometimes also be because we don't always have the ability to just get someone right away, which is again, why we ask God first. And then we can ask God to hold this for us to, to protection, to his protection and care. And then we can text someone and say, I'd like to speak to you later if I can't speak to you right now. These are just the practical ways that, you know, that I, that I have found. Um, and we make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone, you know, so harm, um, you know, sometimes I need help in seeing whether I have actually harmed someone or not in a way that, you know, would require me to make amends. You know, I can always pray for a person that that I am not sure that I have harmed, but the the real, you know, the real getting to the truth about the situation requires sometimes, you know, help from from a fellow. Then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. And this is another one of those like very overlooked and was overlooked by me, um, especially when I was using 10 steps to like tell a story. I wasn't getting to that point where like actually what we're what we're really, you know, told here is that we must then turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Like that's like, if you think of a 10th step as like a circle, you know, that's like the closing of the circle it starts with God. It ends with God in, in the reaching out to another person to help them. Is that my five minutes? And yet you have five to go. Okay. Thank you. I like that art. So this paragraph is like giving me all the directions I need. And it told me, right, they're saying to me, 
my next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness because I've entered the world of the spirit. So how does it look to be growing in understanding and effectiveness and entering the world of the spirit? What does that actually look like? Like, what are my instructions for that? Well, it tells me right here, love and tolerance of others is my code. Like it doesn't say um, being right and um, justified is my code. Um, it doesn't say anything else. It literally uses two words, love and tolerance. And I have a very good friend who describes tolerance as getting a thicker skin. Because I didn't know what tolerance meant. I thought tolerance meant, okay, I'll just, you know, you, you just do what you do and I'll try to be okay with it. <laughs> That's really what I thought tolerance was. But actually what tolerance is, is that I become less sensitive. I can tolerate things that I could never tolerate before I worked steps one through nine, before I started relying on my higher power to guide my thinking and my actions. So love, you know, there's another, you know, word that has such, you know, huge you know, meaning. I mean, you know, so for me in daily life and intense steps, love means open heartedness, open mindedness, acceptance, um, showing others the grace and forgiveness that my higher power shows to me every single day. That's what love looks like to me today. Um, and my, and the definitions continue to, you know, expand as my relationship with my higher power grows, the, the definition, the, the ways that I can express and receive love grow. Um, and tolerance, forgiveness, because, you know, the 10th step is, the 10th step is given to us as a way to continue to have the freedom from the food, from the substance. If I don't continue to vigorously, you know, examine my myself and my behavior, and I don't live in the code of love and tolerance, I'm going to lose the freedom that I have, the neutrality that I have. And that's just a fact because it tells me right there and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone, even food. And that is as a result of working all of these steps, but we are talking very specifically about step 10. And the, the freedom that I have, you know, isn't free. Like that was a delusion that I also had for many, many years in this program. This freedom is not free. 
this freedom requires work, painstaking, all the words my sponsors hated. I'm like, do you see the word rigorous? Do you see the word painstaking? Do you see, you know, I call it like divine discomfort, um, you know, like divine inconvenience um, because it's not supposed to feel easy peasy and comfortable because that's why we're here because we really like comfort <laughs> at all costs. So it's got to pinch. It's got to pinch. Um, but I just I, I cannot even tell you how grateful I am that my friend you know, I'm not grateful for why she is not able to share tonight, but I am very grateful that she gave me the opportunity to, to share with you guys, um, from my heart. Um, and work it, you know, work this program. That's what I can say. The miracles are all here. So thank you. And that's it for me. Oh, thank you so much, Deanne. Um, what an awesome outline of step 10. Um, that's really appreciated. All right. Um, we're now going to open up the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week, step 10. Uh, we ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call the raised hands in order and uh, ask you to unmute when it is your turn. Um, Leslie, would you please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. All right. Uh, well, Melissa G, I see you have your hand up. So let's jump right in and uh, please go ahead and share with us, Melissa. Um, thanks, Deanne, for a beautiful share. Um, a couple of things that really stood out to me was starting with the set aside prayer. And in my new renewal period, these last four months, that's something new that I've been doing. Um, to start with an open heart, an open mind, and a new experience, um, which is something that I needed. And so I really like how you started it with that, kind of getting into the right heart space. Um, and then I really like how you talked about the promises are really results. If you're continuing to work the steps, that that's, that's a result of what can happen. And then when you were saying um, continue to take personal inventory and then um, to set any rights when they pop up, the first thing we do is go to our higher power that it's saying that's the direction like that's in our book, that's in our textbook. So I didn't know if you could give an example of a recent 10 step where you actually remember to first go to your higher power <laughs> where sometimes I forget that part. How oh, dare you ask me that question? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, every, every single one, I gotta say now, it's like, it's like a muscle. So I don't, 
like the, the, here's just what I'll tell you. Like the, the minute that like I start, that I feel like the agitation coming up. Um, and that's why that it says like, pause when agitated or doubtful. Like, you know, I could be in agitation and doubt all day long whenever I'm awake. Um, and so that's, I just literally say, help me, just help me. Like that's how it starts. Help me, you know, just, just help me to either, you know, stop speaking <laughs> or it's usually stop speaking, start listening. Um, and just it start, it all starts with help me, Melissa. Like that's just, those are the first words. I'm just asking God, like, I just don't know. Like that's, it, it's in that moment, like any time it's like, I have to humbly ask. And that's what it's telling me here. And I'll just say in any 10 step, like, you know, yesterday I was getting agitated, you know, over something that, you know, somebody wasn't following my directions. Like my directions are the directions that should be followed. Um, and I did, I mean, I went and I asked God, you know, where, what is my part here? And, and literally Kelly, who's my friend who couldn't speak tonight, she always says, you know, God is telling her all the time to get out of his chair. And so that's actually, that's what happened. God said, get out of my chair and let me, let me help you. So I hope that is helpful, but that's really like my true, my true process. It doesn't mean I always listen. It just means I always ask and I always say, help me, please. Thanks. Excellent. Thanks, Dion. Uh, Lisa L., go ahead and share with us. Thank you, um, Dion. Beautiful share. Uh, I look forward to getting to step 10 again, but um, I'm, I'm only in step two now, but I remember uh, when I uh, was in step 10, I wasn't doing them uh, very often. And a lot of times I took the, and I won't call it a shortcut, but I only did that. I only asked God to remove it. And I didn't take the time to uh, uh, call other people and, and, and whatever. And, and we see the results. I went back to the food eventually. So just curious of your experience and that of that, if that ever is just appropriate, um, just to ask God. And then the other question I have is uh, suggestions on how to have an open heart and how to, how to exercise that muscle. All right. That's it. <laughs> wow. You guys asked really good questions. Uh the, yeah, I think, you know, that that's a really, really good point, Lisa, that you can actually read that, like, it means you don't ever have to, to go to anyone. Um, and that's definitely not true. Um, but the, the, 
what happens when, you know, I go to God first is I actually ask God, so, you know, who, who should I reach out to in this, in this, you know, um, you know, help me to, to see, because if I am, I mean, if I am really in the storm of, you know, creating a lot of wreckage, you know, or I'm about to, or I have, and, and I really need to like clean it up quick, you know, then yeah, I got to just be like, I go to the people that I, you know, that I know, you know, know me first. And then if they're not available, then I move on to someone else. But, you know, every single, you know, every single fear that I have um, doesn't necessarily need me to go and repeat to, to somebody else what the fear is. I uh, That's why I ask God. And then I calmly actually, you know, sit and, and wait for a direction. And a lot of the time, the direction is call this person, reach out to this person. Um, but sometimes it is sit with me and let's look at what's underneath this fear. And what I will tell you that I do though, that I want you guys all to know that I do is that I put these, you know, in my nightly review. Like, even if I've actually spoken to somebody else about it, I say that I did have a 10 step, that it was on fear and how was it transformed? Like that's part of what I do. And I just also want to throw out there that, that, I actually really didn't realize that in the 12 and 12, it says that 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 this nightly review is part of step 10. It, it isn't actually step 11. It actually is one of the forms that they speak of in how to do a step 10. So it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do them throughout the day. It just means that it gives us another opportunity to look at where we were growing in effectiveness and understanding because we don't only want to do a nightly review where we're just, you know, looking at all the bad stuff. It says, you know, we're to look at where we are being, you know, the growing in effectiveness and understanding and love and tolerance. So I don't know if that answered all your questions. Oh, the open heartedness. I mean, I guess because like once I start to do it, it just, it just grows on itself. You know, I, I, I can't, I don't know how really to describe it except for just that it is a level of trust, but that I didn't have it right away. You know, like it grew, it grew as a result of trusting this higher power. You know, I always had like that 99% trust in my higher power and the 1% was reserved for me because he wasn't really doing that good a job. And once I actually let go of the 1%, that was when my heart opened. I think, are you giving me the, uh, the heart yeah. there? It's time, Deanne. Okay. <laughs> All right.
Thank you uh, for the questions and the answers. Um, all right, uh, Jill L, you're up next. Everybody, I'm Jill Compulsive Eater in recovery today. Hi, everyone. Dan, thank you so much for that share. It really spoke to me. I've been questioning how I'm doing step 10 because I have an app and it guides me through those questions. And I'm just finding like, I feel like I'm just checking off the boxes. And I love the convenience of it. I love that it reminds me of exactly what I need to review. Um, but I don't feel connected uh, when I use it, when I do it. I like what you just said about like during the day, doing those little spot check inventories and then at night kind of reviewing all of it. Um, anyway, I, I think I have the answer for myself. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna do a more thorough one because I don't wanna just check boxes. I heard what you said. It's, we have to pinch, it has to pinch. Have to get out of my chair. Um, what was the other thing he said? That was funny. This freedom is not free. This freedom is not free. And I think it's just for me. I mean, other people might get a lot more out of the app, but for me, I feel like I'm slacking. Um, and that's my own, that's my own step 10 process. You know, I think it does work for a lot of people. But anyway, my question is, I want to know how you feel about that. I want to know how you feel about um, technology, apps, things like that, versus getting out your pen and paper, and really just like writing it out and connecting with your higher power yourself and your I think, thank you. That's a really good question too, of course. The app is a tool. Um, and so it's a tool that is is very effective if you, again, if you like use it effectively. Um, so if you, before you go to the app, you go to your higher power. Like you don't just go to the app. Yeah, actually, you know, go go to the source. Um, ask, you know, your higher power to remove this. And then go to the app and you know put in what's there because sometimes you know it just doesn't need to take a long time it's what is your intention as you're doing it see it's not checking off the boxes if you don't come from a place of checking off the boxes you ask god first you connect with you know with your heart you open your heart and you ask then you can go just to give you a format and then you can share it with another person, right? Not your story, just, you know. And then you have to be of service to someone else. See, this is what people forget. You think you're just doing the bot, and maybe you are, but this is the whole circle of the process. You are not done with a 10th step until you have done the service that is that's required after the 10th step. Because that's what's transformative. You're transforming your selfishness and your fear and your resentment when you reach out to someone else to, to close up that circle. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Deanne. I'm going to stop the recording now.